0: What's going on? (laughs) I I don't know I always laugh when I say that shit, but... (laughs) Probably just because it still makes me nervous to do these sometimes, even though it just feels right. So, today I'd like to talk a little bit about how, literally, um, you are a paintbrush in God's hands. And uh, you are the tool to bring glory, and to paint beauty in this world. And I need to get a few things across from you to you, a couple things off my chest, and just talk really candidly with y'all today. Um, and, and kick this new year off right with a positive message, with some real uplifting stuff. I want to speak greatness over y'all. I want to speak... A, a level of confidence and self-love and love for the process and love for everything and everyone around you and all of creation and just some real gratitude I want to speak over everybody today. So let's get into it. First off, I want to just like, make it clear. You are the paintbrush. God is the painter. All right. You are the tool to beautify and to bring art and beauty to the world in general through God's Word, through God's guidance, and through the just beauty of creation, being part of the creative process of this world, being part of the creative process of you. Your life literally is the blank canvas that you can allow God to use you as the paintbrush to paint the most beautiful existence you can imagine. And I know a lot of people out there have hard time with this. They get caught up on the God part. They get caught up on, you know, well I'm angry at God for this or I'm angry at this, you know, this thing happened to me or all this bad stuff happens, but I want you to understand that you are just another mortal, you're just a human being on this planet who's experiencing this, but you are not the creator of it. Because you're not the creator of it, it's imperative that you don't attempt to understand the inner workings of a being that's capable of creating and willing all of creation into existence. And what I want to really get across to y'all is that you are beautiful. That tool that God is using you as, that confidence, that ability to just see that you are one of God's beautiful, perfect creations, that you are perfectly imperfect, and that you can be used for literally the most amazing things in your life if you just give up control of the world around you and start to control this. Because for us to be used by our Creator, for us to be able to be used effectively to bring glory to his name and to bring glory to the world around us and to uplift everything around us for us to be able to effectively, Happy New Year, Chris, do that. We have to give up control. I know that sounds weird, but absolute surrender will restore absolutely. When you're ready to move to the next level, the authentic and vulnerable thing to do is to admit that you are powerless over the world at large. But you are not powerless over this. You are not powerless to control this part of you. It warrants a huge level of attention. It warrants a massive, massive level of attention for you to realize that the only thing that God gifted you with unalienable control of is you. And not even your body, your mind. You can adjust your body with your mind. You can adjust your perspective with your mind. You can adjust your very life and every aspect of it with your mind. You can adjust how you meet each situation with your mind. You can become a person to whom other people look up to. You can become the type of person that when you look in the mirror, you just are brought to tears with the reality that you have learned what it means to love yourself and to love the creation of yourself and to love the fact that God is moving deeply inside you, deeply in this world, be embedded in the love of your creator. And To do that, literally, I, I must over and over just drive it home. You must surrender control of the world. It is not in your control. You cannot change the world around you until you change yourself in such a way that you can meet the world in the way that it needs to be met. Once you stop expecting life to fit what you think it should be and start becoming the person who can adapt to any situation, everything changes. Once you realize that the imperative that God has gifted us with truly is adapt or perish. I am a little bit of a different kind of a guy. I believe in evolution and creationism. I believe that they are one and the same. That they can be married in a beautiful way that makes sense for both worlds. And for such a perfect system to be willed into existence is evolution. (laughs) A system something that is predictable, not something that just came out of chaos. The we it warrants us again taking a greater fucking look at what that really means. In nature, we must adapt or perish. We must adapt to the circumstances of our life or we perish. You don't find alligators or species that have gone out of like existence that have become extinct. They weren't sitting around being like, man, I just wish the world would meet me where I want it to. They just were not able to adapt. And the ones that did also didn't say that. Our ancestors didn't fucking say that. We stand on something I read the other day, something like 2,000 plus generations. 2,000 or more of your ancestors had to come before you for you to exist. They had to scratch it out. And if you go far enough back, there were beating things to death with clubs and rocks and eating them raw. And that was how hard life was. But they adapted, they created, they shared. They turned inward, realizing that they must be the strength that they are seeking, that they must seek first the strength within. And so I invite you to put God between you and all of your problems. I invite you to put the creator of everything Between you and the things that are hurting you, that are causing you pain, the things that you're struggling with. Fuck, I've had a really difficult time these past few weeks. I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. I've had a really fucking difficult time. There's been a huge amount of emotion going through me because of the grieving process hitting me like a fucking freight train during the holidays for Cassie. It has been fucking hard. And I realized through this process, one of the things that I did that made it so much harder than it needed to be was I allowed my relationship with my creator to take a side seat. I stopped praying every fucking morning. I stopped praying five or six times a fucking day throughout my day before I ever did anything important. Excuse me. I stopped journaling every fucking morning. And... I kept saying, man, I just need to be more consistent. I need to be more consistent. I need to be more consistent. But what I didn't do was just say, Lord, which I did recently, mind you, but Lord, please allow me to be more consistent. Please allow me to be exactly who you made me to be. Please choose to show me the power that you vested in my very spirit, that you gave me the tools to become me. You gave me the tools to overcome me so I could become me. I'll say it again. You must look at the fact that the only thing God gave you control over was this. And He talks to you through this. And when we feel pain in our world, it's because this and this are out of fucking alignment. Our heart knows what's true and real. Our soul, our subconscious, whatever you'd like to call it, knows what's true and fucking real. But our mind is of the flesh. It wants to be comfortable. It wants to avoid pain. It wants to avoid difficulty. And when we allow the fleshly desires to overtake what we know our soul desires, we live in pain. Me and Lacey and our whole church are getting ready to go on a fast. And I have been racking my brain for one of the things I'm going to give up. We'll talk a little bit more about that as the time goes on. I'll actually chronicle and journal this process as well. But my thing is that I want to add a bunch of stuff, which is not fasting. But what I've realized is that I must remove the things that are not serving me. I have to put God between me and the things that are not serving me. What that means is that I need to stick God as a wall between me and the things that are keeping me from doing the habits that I need. For me to stack the habit of consistency with the habits of journaling and working out and all the other things that I'm doing consistently and to stay consistent, I have to put God between me and the things that prevent me from doing that. I need to put God between me and the distractions. When the distractions are behind God and I'm listening to God first and putting my relationship with my creator first, It is impossible for me not to continue doing the things that need to be done. Like Eric Thomas said, if I stay so fucking busy with the directions that God gives me that I don't have the time to listen to the enemy, temptation doesn't exist. I'm not saying it doesn't exist entirely. What I'm saying is that when it's like, ah, you don't need to do that today, you're like, fuck man, no, 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 no. Because if I don't, then this is getting messed off, this is getting messed off, and this is getting messed off. And more importantly, when I put God in between me and that temptation, God tells me, Justin, you know way better than that. And the thing about it too is that as I fell further away from my relationship with my creator over these past few weeks because I was struggling with this grieving process, I was struggling with a lot of anger, I got to be honest, I realized... That the pain I experienced became greater and greater and greater day by day because what happens is once you realize there's tools, once you realize the way out of your fucking pain, once you realize the way out, <laughs> the things that cause you pain hurt twice as much. Once you stop using drugs for a while and you relapse, it doesn't fucking work the same as it used to. It just doesn't. It's been two years and two months. Yeah, two years and two months that I've been clean. And before that, though, I'd put about a year together. Maybe seven or eight months. And then I relapsed for about four or five more months. And the whole fucking time, it just didn't work the same. It didn't feel right. My heart was not... In it, it hurt. It didn't relieve the pain like it used to. And what I realized is it never relieved the pain in the first place. I was just so foggy headed that I didn't understand I was still in the same pain that I was using to get rid of. And as I become more and more developed in my relationship with God, it becomes more and more painful to be out of that relationship. I realize that my soul desires more than anything to be that tool, to be that paintbrush. To allow the canvas of the world in my mind to be painted on by my very creator who has my best interests at mind. Behold, for I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. God with us, who could stand against us? Get to the point where I want to call those God bumps or spirit bumps Because it happens to me when I talk about spirituality. It happens to me when I talk about things that touch my fucking soul. There's nothing in this world that is more fucking important than you having a beautiful and wonderfully intense conversation with your creator at all times. To live inside of this and let this be the director to make this part feel right. Stop acting out of alignment with what you know you need. Stop letting the world distract you. There's so many distractions nowadays. Because the enemy fills in the space between you and God when you allow the space to happen. When I don't keep my eyes towards the heaven, towards the, towards the heavens, when I don't keep my eyes towards God's desires, I let my eyes range to other places. It's really hard for the enemy to put something in front of you to distract you when you were in a posture of gratitude, prayer, and worship. And for us to effectively be the paintbrush of the master artist, the fucking tool of the master blacksmith of creation, we must remove those distractions. We must let every action in our life be a prayer of gratitude and a prayer of love and a prayer of worship and surrender to the master blacksmith, to the master artist of all creation. The paintbrush doesn't ask, are you sure that this is right? As the painter puts it to the canvas. My tattoo machine doesn't say, hey Justin, I think that you're doing this wrong. It just does as I tell it to do. The hammer doesn't ask if this is the right place to strike the steel, it just strikes it. And it is my fervent prayer for all of us that we may learn to no longer question those strikes. To no longer question those strokes and just understand that we are simply a tool of the master of all creation, beautifying and painting himself and the glory of his creation on every surface, on every single minute and second of creation. There is no such thing as evil in this world when it comes down to it. Not really. Because evil cannot triumph over good. It is simply impossible. It cannot. And because it cannot triumph over good, that means it is simply just a aspect of the painting process of our creator. I don't believe that if we keep our creator in mind at all times, that the enemy could ever win. God with us, who can stand against us? So I say to you one more time, please, allow yourself to put God between you and everything in your whole life. Let your relationship with your creator become so full that anything could happen to you spiritually, physically, mentally, or any other thing, and you would come out of it still feeling grateful. Let your very existence be a posture of worship, gratitude, and love for the creative process around you. Become the paintbrush, and let's make this world beautiful. I love you. I'll see you all tomorrow.